Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 24th day of December. I'm Paul White, and of course, it's Christmas Eve, the day before the big day. This is the moment of anticipation. This is the culmination of a lot of waiting heading into the morning when Jesus is born. And from a biblical standpoint, it's that evening where Mary and Joseph are looking for a place to rest. And of course, can there's no room in the inn, and so they end up in the stable. Jesus is eventually born in a manger, but this is that night of anxiety and angst. It's the eve of the arrival, the, the Christ Mass. It's the eve of His being born. And for us, it's the eve of the big day, whatever that big day looks like in each house. It's this night, this final night of a deep breath and close your eyes and then prepare for the day to come. And in, in some ways, it's uh, symbolic of the eve of anything great. Uh, that you have worked up towards something and you're right on the edge of something else. Um, but it's never, it, for some reason in my own imagination, never held quite the uh, the anticipation even of New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve is like you know your calendar is flipping and the, you're never going to be in that year again. And so... You, it, it marks a change where New Year's Eve kind of does have that look back, look forward moment to it. Christmas Eve has always felt a little more like uh, a relief than, than it has an anticipation. A relief of like, okay, you're finally here. And I think because of that, maybe, and this is just me telling my own thing, I think because of that, it's it's always been a little difficult to for me to land on, um, you know, that what I think is that great Christmas Eve lesson or great Christmas Eve sermon. Um, a lot, if you're in ministry long, and I've been in it over thirty years, you're going to preach your share of Christmas sermons or Christmas Eve sermons, services where you focus on the arrival of Jesus. I heard a lot of them and did a lot of them where you basically said some prerequisite stuff. You, you used a few Christmas-themed verses, and then you kind of preached whatever you wanted. And then you ended up with, boy, aren't we glad Jesus is here. And so for, for me, it's been years of a journey of trying to say it differently um, and, and, and trying to land on uh, the right way. I want to do a little differently this year for you on the podcast. In in real life, the 24th day of December for me this year, this is a Sunday, and I'm preaching at our, our home church, the Garden Church of the Midlands in Irmo, South Carolina, and I'm preaching the fourth Advent sermon. This was an odd year on the calendar where the Advent Sunday happens to fall on Christmas Eve, and so you kind of have to do a little bit of both, finish the Advent series plus talk Christmas Eve. So I'm excited about that challenge and that opportunity to lead our local church into this understanding of Christmas. But that led me to, what do I say here on the podcast on Christmas Eve? Other than, you know, I can look back and we can look forward. And I I like to save some of that for New Year's Eve so that this has a little more holiness to it, if that makes sense. So I want to do something a little different this year. 
And I want to read for you a little clip of a sermon delivered a long, long time ago that might just say it the best, well, it says it better than I can. And since it's my podcast and every now and then I like to do things a little differently, that's what I'm going to do. On Christmas morning in the year 1606, the Bishop Lancelot Andrews, a bishop in the Church of England, delivered a Christmas sermon. He, he was also, he served in the Diocese of Eli and uh, Winchester. He was a scholar. He was a preacher. When you read the sermons of, of men from that era, and that's how we find this, of course, no recordings. This is the early 17th century. Um, just think, still five years. He delivers this five years before the King James Bible is released. So that's how old this is. So when you read them, they're a little antique, and you got to concentrate and sometimes read it out loud is the only way. I want to give you a little excerpt, a, a description of the Incarnation by Bishop Lancelot Andrews from Christmas morning, 1606. All Jesus' life, you see both his divine nature and human nature. At his birth, you see a cradle for a child and a star for the divine son. The shepherds honor the baby boy. The choir of angels celebrate the birth of God's son. In his life, you see him hungry, showing his human nature, and yet still feeding the 5,000, showing his divine abilities. At his death, he dies on the cross like any man, and yet opens up paradise as only the Son of God could. Why are both of these natures found in one person? Because our nature had sinned, and therefore our humanity should suffer. That's the reason why the Savior was born as a human child. But even though our nature should, our nature could not bear it. It not, could not bear the weight of God's wrath due because of sin, but the Son of God could, and thus he was born a Son of God. The one ought, but could not. The other could, but ought not. Therefore, either alone would not serve. They must be joined, the child of humanity and the Son of God. But because he was the child, he could not have suffered. It would be too great. God has no shoulders, but we do. But ours are too weak to sustain the weight of our own sin. Therefore, that he might be liable, he was a child. That he might be able, he was the son. That he might be both, he was both. (laughs) That's about as good as it gets, says it better than I possibly could. We'll see you again tomorrow. Merry Christmas.